0: All right, welcome back to what is... Definitely the very first recording of this episode of Summer Frights. Yeah,
1: didn't have to do that one a few times.
0: <laughs> not cursed at all.
1: <laughs> didn't have any technical issues.
0: Not even a little bit. This is Summer Frights 4, I believe. Yeah. Yes, we've done three up to this point, so that's pretty cool. A New Hope. Um, I don't have a super fun title for this one yet. I'm sure I'll figure one out. Uh, I kind of like to go with the, the wild B-movie theme for, not like B-movie as in,
1: you like jazz? <laughs> you know,
0: but just like a B-movie. Like, what that was a pun on before that became the joke. Do you
2: like jazz? You like jazz. Um,
0: anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> got it. Um, so, Summer Frights is our, our B-plot, also, Uh, which takes place in the year 1956, 40 years prior to the main canon. It is canonical insofar as the things that happen here do happen in the same town and the same universe as the main campaign, Um, but it is extraordinarily silly, and we will see how much bearing they have on the actual future of our town. Um, It started off as just sort of a, a side quest thing, and now it's become its own creature, and I love it a lot. So we'll see how this one goes. These arcs tend to be a lot more loosely structured than the main campaign so just try to bear with us i would like to go around and just briefly introduce your delightful teeny boppers um just tell us a little bit about your character concept and then mention your new upgrade for any of our return listeners who are tuning in for this
2: one addison you wanna go first yeah so i'm playing from the spellslinger playbook i'm playing betsy bennett she is a teen witch with a magic poodle skirt And uh, the ability to see ghosts. And in my level up here, I've taken a move from the spooky playbook. So I've taken Jinx.
0: And we've used Jinx in the main campaign before. So I think people generally know what that one is. It's It's a classic Martha flavor. Andrew, who's your character?
3: I am playing from the monstrous playbook, a werewolf named Howie. And my new move is called Immortal. It's not... I, I can still, like, die um, if I take harm. But I don't get sick, and I don't age as quickly, um, and I suffer one less harm.
0: Awesome. I love it. I was trying to sort of reason this in my brain as to, like, what would have caused this to occur, and then my brain went off on this weird tangent where, like, in the last episode, you got bitten by a kushtaka, and I was like, if a werewolf gets bitten by another creature, oh, do you... Like, I don't know how that
3: works. Okay. Are you
0: a were-kushtak-wolf now? Well, I don't know. Well, the
3: kushtakas... Um, <laughs> transfer make like make other kashtakas
0: absolutely not no okay,
3: then, i don't know i think maybe it's just one of those <laughs> where not anything it's one of those werewolf powers that you know people just come into right that's like yeah definitely coming of age you become a yeah become you're a still werewolf. you're
0: still sort of you're you're still going through werewolf puberty yeah. your your werewolf traits are still showing up
2: here and there right. soon he'll have a werewolf bar mitzvah
3: Spooky, <laughs> scary. Yeah,
2: thank you. We make this joke every time,
3: and it's good you every it's time. Can I stop now?
0: No, it's it's classic. Love that classic flavor. Finally, Tim, would you please tell us just a little
1: bit about your your kid? Hi there. I'm Jeremy Normalson. Um, totally a real human boy. Uh, definitely not an alien from another planet that came here on a mission to uh, discover. I mean, things about human life. That's, no, I'm just, I went to high school like a regular kid. Um, yeah, so I'm playing from the Meddling Kid playbook, which is kind of like the Scooby-Doo version. And uh, I I chose a move that, or a uh, an upgrade that's going to make Alex come up with a character companion for me to have.
0: It's going to be super great, and I'm going to love it. Um, I always feel so bad about this meddling kid playbook because it is such a phenomenal playbook and pretty much every time we play i have tried my hardest to like orchestrate a scenario in which you can use literally any of these moves and it has not that's happened okay. yet. i don't I, know if jeremy's ever rolled for anything
1: i mean he's rolled to attack before but that's like that's it i haven't had my my <laughs> secret my scooby snacks they're good old fried okra uh
0: which was That's such nice. a wild pull. Yeah, so why don't you just explain that move real quick? Oh,
1: so the, the power snack, um, decide what your favorite snack food is, which is fried okra. And then oh my uh, whenever you take a moment to eat it, then uh, take plus one forward. I did not know that.
0: You know, that classic small town Alaskan <laughs> comfort food. Yeah. Fried okra. <laughs> oh gosh, The Meddling Kid is such a wild playbook. I love all the playbooks. I love the fact that you could end up having a party where you had like a wronged and a meddling kid in the same room and you would just kind of have to deal with it. That is so funny <laughs> to me. But um, but we're not there at the moment. We have these three characters and they're all very wonderful. So a quick recap. Um, episode one of Summer Frights took place at the Senior Bash right after your high school graduation. Episode two was sort of this mid-summer haunting at the diner situation, uh, which turned into, like, a fun sleepover situation. Um, episode three, which was last time, had you all going up to your friend Lillian's, like, summer chalet and, um, encountering a kushtaka in the lake there. There was a huge fight, at the end of which uh, Howie was in pretty critical condition, and the three of you were picked up by the mysterious black sedan of an uh, agent in a black suit that you have run into several times throughout your summer frights adventures. So I think where this picks up is probably, like it makes the most sense to me sort of following our b-movie schematic if this is like a like an escape from the government facility situation does that feel right to everybody here that feels very right i love it yeah i thought that felt pretty good felt pretty right so yeah again this is very loosely structured i kind of want you guys to help me figure out what we're doing with this so i think obviously what this needs to start with is all of you like coming to in this strange place i'm assuming that you would have been chloroformed or knocked out or whatever so you wouldn't have the location for this establishment do you think that you would be in separate rooms or in the same sort of generalized holding cell
1: well, did they need to take Howie to the infirmary?
0: Yeah, I think Howie is probably gonna be somewhere else no matter what. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. When you say holding cell, how much of a cell is this really? Well, I mean I think it, it kinda depends. I don't think it's a cell insofar as there aren't like bars on it. I'm thinking more of like a like the stand situation where it's like a ostensibly a hospital room, quote unquote. Um, but it's probably not really all that voluntary. Mm-hmm.
1: Got it. So like, it's just a room. There's one door in and out, maybe a window.
0: Yeah. I would say that there is, um, probably a fairly sizable mirror on one wall. There's one door. Uh, the room is lit with fluorescent lights that hum ever so slightly. Um, and, uh, it's, Pretty, pretty stark white all around. There might be, like, one generic painting and a plastic vase of flowers on a blank nightstand, but that would be about it. Otherwise, it seems to be a fairly generic, like, waiting room kind of situation here. And I think that probably the three of you, being Jeremy, Betsy, and Lillian, uh, wake up here.
1: Oh, God. Oh, that was a weird dream. Hey, hey, guys! Hey, Lillian, Betsy.
2: Mm. Huh?
1: You okay?
0: <laughs> Wake up noises! Oh my gosh, where are we? <laughs> I don't
1: know. We just. What? I, I, Jeremy, I, what happened? I, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I woke up in. The, uh, where are uh
2: Where's Howie? Where's Howie?
1: Uh. Jeremy's gonna go try to like open the door.
2: Okay. Uh, are you telling that to Alex or Jeremy?
1: <laughs> I think I think he, he says that person. in third person. Jeremy's Jeremy's gonna go try to open the door.
2: <laughs> Jeremy's gonna try to <laughs> it's open the Jeremy door. Jeremy time. <laughs>
1: okay. Do I need to roll strength to open this door?
0: <laughs> no, the door is locked. <laughs> Provided you are just trying to open
1: the door, the door is locked. Right. Okay. Um, it's locked. Come on, Jeremy!
2: Break it down.
1: I can't just break the door down. I think Jeremy's gonna pull out his library card and try to Ooh. stick it into the. <laughs> oh, I love
0: this flavor! The little
1: thing, you know. You know what I mean? Are you catching? Yeah,
0: you're gonna try <laughs> to like basically sort of jimmy open the lock with your library card. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That feels very meddling, kid, to me. I, I like that one Isn't
2: hard. When you got a library card.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, do you where did Jeremy learn this trick?
1: Uh where did he learn this trick? Um, he definitely locked himself in the uh the walk in cooler at um Big Billy's diner a few times. <laughs> so he had to had to work with it like that.
0: Nice. Has he ever seen a key before, or does he just assume this is how all locks work?
1: <laughs> He's definitely seen a key before. <laughs> he lived in a house, <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, uh yeah, that's great i think i'll I'll give this one to you. I like this meddling kid flavor, and so, yeah, you slide your library card in there, oh, you nice, jiggle it around a
2: little bit, and uh the the door handle pops open nice, awesome,
1: breaking out of here.
2: So are we just gonna? I look around, kind of taking in the room. Are we just gonna go? Like,
1: um, can we do like the the three stacked heads around the corner?
2: Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Who's who's? What's the order of the stack?
1: I feel like Jeremy is definitely the shortest.
2: Then Betsy, then Lillian on top. That makes sense yeah. to me. I like that visual. Cool. Mm-hmm. So
0: you're. What do
1: we see?
2: Well, I don't know. Would
0: you like to maybe roll sharp to <laughs> investigate your surroundings, or?
1: Fine, I'll roll sharp. Uh, what's my sharp?
0: I would. Yeah. So this is gonna be this is gonna be a read a bad situation.
1: I got an eight.
0: Okay, so you get to hold one from your list of questions.
1: Okay. Uh, I forgot. Do you have the list? Okay.
0: So, um, what's my best way in? What's my best way out? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? Or what's the best way to protect the victims?
1: Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Oh,
0: absolutely. So very many of them. Oh, no. (laughs) I would say you've noticed exactly zero dangers so far because you didn't bother to look around the room before you left it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it it looked like a normal room. There were flowers on the nightstand, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: And a big a mirror. mirror in a blank room.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just a normal room that you get locked Just in Just a sometimes. normal,
0: regular mirror.
1: Yeah. In a blank where, you know, room. You you wake up, you don't know what happened, and, you know, it's great.
0: <laughs> Love that mirror. Anyway, um, <laughs> yes, as soon as you open the door, I think probably there's a, a brief second of silence, and then... Um, Maybe not an alarm. I think you notice that there is a little red light above your door on the outside. And that light uh, glows to life and starts emitting a low sort of... Wah, wah,
2: wah, wah, wah,
1: wah, wah. Oh, shit.
2: Wah,
1: wah, wah. Uh, uh, uh we need. D- d- what do we do? What do we do? Um, I don't know. Uh, what What's in the hallway? Is there a, somewhere where you can like go? Like one of the... The hospital carts, you know, that they put the food catering on. I don't know. Is that a yeah, Did they do absolutely, that? Absolutely,
0: yes. There are tons of other doors down this hallway. It's a fairly blank sort of, um, not necessarily industrial-looking hallway, but like a sterile-looking hallway. Um, bunches of doors on them. I think, yeah, that's a great idea. I'll give you one of those medical carts. Um, it is sort of nice. a, a blank delivery cart. I think maybe there are, like, some charts and papers on it uh not really like food delivery or dishes just sort of some incidental data
2: nice let's hide
1: well we can't hide forever
2: well i'm not trying to hide forever i'm just trying to hide right now hide where where are we going to go
1: Uh, uh, out i i don't i don't know why are we
2: still standing here go
1: (laughs) okay go 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 (laughs) i think jeremy at that starts running down the hallway
0: Okay, just taking just off. Just like yeah. So you're not going to use that cart that you asked me about.
1: Yeah, no, just it's, <laughs> it's gone.
0: Okay, great. Um, let's let's flip over to where Howie is. Actually, I I think we need to flesh out this situation too. That we can sort of have these these two these two parties meet maybe.
3: Yeah. I feel deep. like it
0: makes the most sense for Howie to wake up sort of on like an examining table kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you think it's more of an examining table or more of, like, a classical hospital bed? What do you think the flavor is here?
3: Let's say examining table.
0: Okay, cool. It's kind of clinical and weird. I like it. Maybe some um, unnatural lighting overhead really leaning into that kind of eerie (laughs) flavor. Yeah, I think there are some monitors hooked up to you. I I don't know. Like, there's definitely a heart monitor. There's definitely, uh, like, something running in the background that's analyzing like some sort of dna sequencing because this is 1950s sci-fi and that science doesn't have to make any sense at all
3: right of course there's the big like computers with the rotating like uh reels
0: yes absolutely absolutely And then there's like another big screen against the wall uh, where there are like two scientists sitting and they're like click, 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 clicking on their keyboards. And um, no matter how quickly they push buttons, the screen just keeps doing the exact same thing.
3: (laughs) Right,
1: of course.
0: (laughs) But there's like a green wireframe outline of like roughly your silhouette, like just slowly rotating on the screen, right?
3: Yeah, totally.
0: I think that's the flavor that we're getting here. It's a good flavor. Um, what are some, I I like it too, what are some vitals how we would have that would be different than human vitals? Like, does your temperature tend to run higher? Do you have a different heartbeat than normal humans? I honestly don't
3: think he has any when he's in like his human form. I don't think he has any different vitals.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, I'm pretty sure you, you shifted back to your fully human form post attack, right? So when they found you, you were this way. But I think that they also found that you had just survived this incident somehow and probably had like marks and bruising and things that were somewhat inexplicable.
3: So what what I think happened is um they took us in just knowing like the Kashtaka stuff happened and Uh-huh, sure. They started treating me just as this person got beat to shit. And then like
0: ah, okay. they
3: they discovered something about right. about me. Um Maybe not through vitals, but, like, their DNA sequencing maybe picked up some, like, not strictly human.
0: Wolf. Yeah. I like that. Cool. Okay, neat. Um, Do you have any preference on what that looks like, like, in terms of science? Do you have any weird science you want to throw out there about how your DNA is different?
3: Nope. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Great. (laughs) Neither do they. It's just different. the 1950s.
3: I have a triple helix.
0: Ooh, that's <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. Um there's like a, a DNA helix, like a 3D model of a DNA helix, and then there's like one right next to mm-hmm. it that's like slightly furry.
3: <laughs> oh, wait, I love that. <laughs>
1: like on the screen. That's very good. Like, this doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. What are we
0: looking at? Uh okay, great. So you come to, in this situation, um, you're probably shirtless because you're, like, the teens the, the young adult star of this 1950s sci-fi right, and movie in a medical bay on a table. So
3: The actor playing me is actually, like, 30. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah,
0: obviously. Duh. Yeah.
3: You know, teens. Um,
0: You know, like a teen <laughs> in an old horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's your reaction to coming to in this situation? I think there are two scientists at a computer at the edge of the room, but they're facing their screens sure. engrossed in their work and don't see you waking up.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Howie's going to stir awake and, you know, and pull and like try and roll over. But I think mm-hmm. he's probably like cuffed to the table. Um, mm-hmm. So okay. he hears the, the handcuffs like, like um, make that clinking sound against uh-huh. the, sure. the metal table and, Says, hey, um... Shit, where is it? <clears throat> Warder. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, gotta find it. <clears throat> hey, what the hell is this place?
0: Oh, gasping from the scientists. One of them spins around in their wheelie chair. And then immediately <laughs> turns back to uh, push a big red button on their communication screen and say... Um, Patient thirteen thirty-five has woken up.
3: Thirteen? What? Patient? Where? Where the hell am I?
0: <laughs> um, an individual in a black suit steps in through the door at the side. I don't think it's the same agent that you've dealt with before. I think it's probably somebody different. Um, it's Agent Smith. It's Agent Smith. Um, but every they they look like similar insofar as. Any random like white male thirty-five year old actor you would get to play a man in black would look right. You know, um, they're all played by John Hamm. Yes, <laughs> I was. God, you just stepped on it. I was gonna say not to interrupt,
3: but it's John Hamm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Every single one of them is John Hamm. Thank God. <laughs> Especially since the he's a man that you truly don't know what he looks like. Every every adult male that you encounter in this facility is played by John Hamm.
3: Amazing. Thank you.
0: As this one walks in, has a clipboard in hand, flips one page over and says, Hmm, well, 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 looks like our little anomaly has awakened. How you feeling there, kid?
3: Uh, got a big ol' headache, Doc. Um, Doc? You're not, you're not a doctor. Doctors don't wear those black suits. Who, who are you?
0: You know, I could... I forgot how much I loved his accent. I could ask you a I could ask you a pretty similar question, except I think mine would be more along the lines of. And he tucks his clipboard under his arm and grows suddenly menacing somehow. What are you?
3: Uh, I'm Howie. <laughs> Howie Goldman is that his last name? I forget. Yes, okay. <laughs> yes, it is. Howie <laughs> Goldman from from in town. Uh, had and
0: and I seen you at the diner before. Um. Don't think so. I've never been to any diners.
3: In town, wait, wait, wait. You've never. To- hold on. You've never been to a diner. Meanwhile, he's he's still like handcuffed to the table.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Of course. <laughs> we're uh, we're we're getting off subject. This isn't important. <laughs> now, when you say well, you're from,
3: that's from someone who's <laughs> never been to a diner.
0: <laughs> All right. Listen. I'm going to be the one asking the questions around here, Mister Alien.
3: No. 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 Goldman. <laughs> Golden. No, I
0: know, no, I. we we know your name. We know your name, we know your supposed birth date, list of relatives, but that doesn't seem to answer a lot of the big questions here, now, does it?
3: Uh, I guess? I don't, I don't know, I'm, I'm gonna be straight with you. I, <laughs> what, what big questions? I'm not very good at school, so if you've got a <laughs> test for me, uh, just... Yeah, you know, just give me an F and I'll go home. Uh,
0: I think the agent kind of scowls in frustration and then uh, pulls up a mic on his lapel and says, "This guy's pretty good, Smith. I don't think we're gonna get him to talk."
3: All right, well, give me the questions. What? What do you? What do you have in mind? Fourteen ninety-two. That
0: that's not anything. Alright, I would like to know exactly how you survived what should have been a fatal attack in the lake.
3: Uh, fatal attack in which lake? The lake where we found you. Found me in a lake. That explains why I'm all wet.
1: You're not wet. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wet. (laughs) I'm not wet. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Oh, I thought
3: maybe I would still be wet.
1: (laughs) <laughs> calling I your thought, bluff, kid. Dead.
3: You're good, Smith. <laughs> well, in the lake, Ooh. I remember taking a boat out because we saw somebody. Then it all kind of goes fuzzy, and then I woke up here.
0: Hmm.
3: Well, you know, my memory's just a little bit furry. <laughs> he clenches a fist. We'll get there.
0: (laughs) All right, that's fine. You don't want to talk right now? We have all the time in the world. I think you'll find that we're a very patient bunch.
3: Do you have something to eat? I'm I'm ravenous.
0: (laughs) Eating is for closers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He turns and walks out the door, slamming it behind him.
3: Hey, you guys got like a hamburger Mm -hmm. over there? I, 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 I don't think... I, I, we don't have any... We're not supposed to talk to him. All right. <laughs> I'll talk
0: to you. The one kind of shrugs at you with an apologetic expression. <sighs> All right. Are you just going to chill for now? Or are you going to try to make a break? Or...
3: Yeah, I guess I'll just, I'll, I'll just uh, chill for now and annoy the doctors.
0: Okay. <laughs> Do you want to try to figure out anything else about your situation or just...
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me um, go ahead and... Would this be, like, read a bad situation?
0: Yeah, I think that's really all it could be.
3: All right, and that's sharp, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Howie is not a sharp cookie. (laughs) Good so far. Ooh, that's an 11, baby.
0: (gasps) Damn! Look at you go, Howie. Nice. I'm so proud of you. Hell yeah. (laughs) You get to hold three questions.
3: Oh, boy. Three of them, huh? Mm. Oh, gotta choose choose the right questions <laughs> gotta pick them out let me just read through them here that I have them pulled up
0: for the sake of just for our audience would you like me to read them out loud
3: no I got I got it right here Alex this was uh, read a bad situation and I got an 11 okay let's see um what is my best way out
0: a very good question So I think that um, something that you probably notice um, by the way that the scientists had to manually radio somebody to let them know that you had woken up is that this room is not under surveillance.
3: Mm. Okay.
0: So as far as your best way out, um, if you're looking to get out of the room, I think you at least know that whatever you pull in here. Um, you really only have to worry about the people in the room unless they call for somebody else. So your best way out is to, I guess, neutralize whatever threats are in here without getting them to call for help.
3: Okay. Um, Next, I want to ask this question, and I don't know know if you'll let me. I want to ask, like, what's most vulnerable to me in that, like, What's a way that I could, like, break the, the handcuffs or, or their strengths holding me to the table?
0: Yeah, totally. Um, so this is all the same night, which means it's still a full moon, which means mm-hmm. that um, I think you probably still have your werewolf strength.
3: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Um, I think it would be pretty easy for you to break the handcuffs. Okay. Hell yeah.
3: And then I guess are there any dangers I haven't noticed?
0: Um, probably one of them has a gun.
3: Okay, one of the doctors.
0: Yeah, one of the one scientists. Of
3: the scientists. Okay, cool. Okay, why don't we hop back over to the other folks? While I think of what to do.
0: Okay, great. So we'll get a shot of you, kind of like noticing these things, maybe like tugging mm-hmm. very slightly on the handcuffs, seeing if you. And have then any just as there. just
3: before the camera cuts away, we see my my the back of my hand get extra furry.
0: Ooh, I love it. <gasps> that is some
1: choice imagined <laughs> yes. cinematography. Love it, love it. Love it.
2: Meanwhile, Addison is getting frustrated as I look through my playbook and realize that none of my cool magic is helpful in this
1: situation. Oh, beans.
3: Oh, no.
2: I'm going to set
1: some stuff on fire. It's all I right.
2: don't have fire powers.
1: Oh, well. Do
2: you not? <laughs> well, I have combat magic fire, but I don't have I'm it I was going to say, you've definitely set stuff on fire before. <laughs> but not like just for fun. Okay, so we're back with you all in the hallway. You are just-
0: Booking it down this hallway, and there's still the well, sounding. I don't know about the
1: other two. Jeremy decided to start booking <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like they would probably follow you. Maybe I'm making assumptions <laughs> on Betsy's part.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I'm coming. Okay. Uh, I think you still hear that alarm blaring, like in the background. And uh, there's probably other red lights that have kicked on in this hallway that are giving it a really Specific kind of heart hammering, uh, you know, narrative build up here as we're running down. I think you start hearing voices coming from further down the hallway, saying things like, uh, "It's coming from this direction. Let's go get them. No, 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 this way." And oh, and you and you probably start to see like shadows on the wall coming from a, a perpendicular hallway.
1: Is there is there like a broom closet right to our right or something?
0: I mean, I <laughs> that's the only problem with this game is sometimes there are things that I'm like, well, I feel like there should be. Some sort of mechanic for like, I don't know, are you just really freaking lucky?
2: (laughs) But actually, if there are if there are people coming, like if there are scientists coming, (laughs) excuse me, is this a time where I can Mm -hmm. maybe jinx them? Or something? Sure, yeah. Um, I will say if you want to like
0: look around and see if you can find a place to hide. I think that in this instance, that's going to be an act under pressure, as opposed to like a read a bad situation. So, um, Tim, if you wanted to roll to see if you can find like some cover, that's going to be a cool, a plus cool roll. Um, But if you want to use if you want to use Jinx, you can do that too. Yeah.
2: Well, if Tim is looking for maybe while Tim's looking for a place to hide, or Jeremy, Mm -hmm. sorry, Jeremy, Tim is for a place to hide, I might try to uh, encourage a coincidence here. Yep, love it. To interfere. Okay, let me roll weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I rolled a 10. Okay, sweet. What's the flavor text on Jinx for a 10? So it says on a 10, hold two. 10 plus hold two, nine hold one. Um, you can spend your hold to interfere with a hunter, help a hunter, interfere with a monster, minion, or bystander, inflict, pl- uh, inflict one harm... The target finds something you left for them. The target loses something that you will soon find. Okay, great. So I have two holds. Uh-huh. I would love it if, like, one of the, like, officer, one of the government officials, like, I want to interfere with what they're trying to do, which is look for us. Uh-huh, sure. Sure. And I want there to be some sort of ruckus. Like I'm, a, I'm imagining that as they walk, there's like an uneven tile, and one of them like takes a really bad fall, and they're uh-huh. all like, "Oh God, Gerald, we got to get you to the infirmary." And then as they <laughs> carry Gerald off to the infirmary, he leaves his badge behind.
0: Ah, oh, okay, very, very convenient. So the
2: target loses something we'll soon find.
0: I like this. So um, one of my favorite things about playing with Betsy is that you canonically have established that you, um, you cast all of your incantations in like bullshit Latin. Yes, so I'd really love to know. <laughs> I'd really love to know what you say to make this happen. Let me hop on Google Translate.
2: <laughs> English to Latin cuz that's a thing you can do on Google Translate. It is. Give me just one second. <gasps> so I say <laughs> Scientist hominem cadere et stillabunt tuum, which means scientist man, fall down and drop your treasure. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: having fun. <laughs> That's pretty powerful. Um, I think Lillian is super impressed. <laughs>
1: I'm very Catholic. Do um, you
0: like wiggle your fingers or something or like?
2: Oh, uh, what are my magic items? I forgot. Let me look. Because I have, I have my magic skirt, but that's uh-huh. not what I would use. I would use, I have like a focus usually.
1: Isn't it your knife?
2: Yes. Okay, cool. So you brandish your knife. <laughs> Very powerful. Yes. <laughs> okay,
0: great. Yeah, you see these shadows approaching on the wall and you um, hear them coming towards you and it's getting a little bit louder and then all of a sudden there's sort of this like crunching sound and one of them uh, sort of yells out in surprise and a little bit of pain and you see one of the shadows just topple over, knocking into like two or three of the other shadows, and there's this whole ruckus there for a second as they're trying to figure that out. Um, Jeremy, were you trying to find something? Did you roll your cool roll?
1: Oh yeah, I rolled that. I got a twelve, so there's definitely a broom closet. Dang,
0: okay, <laughs> how many broom closets do you want?
1: There's at least five. <laughs> so we each get two, one and you no know, two, one and one and keep working on it. Three. I don't, I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. You each get one and two thirds, I think.
1: Yeah, that's it. The math.
0: Uh, okay. So you, do you jump into your broom closet?
1: Oh yeah, I'm going in.
0: Okay. Do you indicate to the others that there are broom <laughs> closets or do you just?
1: <laughs> I think I like pull on, um, uh, like Betsy's sleeve. Okay. And like Lillian's sleeve, like, come on, let's get in there. hair. <laughs>
0: Okay, I think uh, Lillian is kind of distracted by watching what's happening with the shadows over there, kind of wide-eyed, but you tug on her sleeve and she uh, snaps out of it and, and follows you. I come, I, I'm, I'm right behind as well. Okay, great. So you um, you pull yourselves into this room closet and probably shut the door after yourselves, yes?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeremy's like back against the door, just like heavy breathing. He has not run that far in his life.
2: Oh, no, the baby. <laughs> My poor sometimes boyfriend. Don't forget Shut that. Thank God. <laughs> yep, no, that is definitely a part of the canon. Don't forget
0: the love triangle. Oh, man. Okay, uh, so you are in this closet. I think maybe you've left the door open just a tiny bit so you can kind of see what's happening out there. Yeah. And yeah. you see the, the clamor of shadows as... It looks like they are sort of pulling somebody up from the ground. Like this person's hobbling along, leaning onto other people's shoulders. And they say, "Oh, we gotta get you over to the infirmary," because that's what Addison said to say. Rip all <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> great. So they uh, start making off in that direction. They say, "Well, wait. What about the uh, what about the escape? There's no time for that. This is a swollen ankle." <laughs> this is 19. <laughs> this is the
2: 1950s. We don't know how fatal this is.
1: It could get infected. Yeah. The (laughs)
2: when we still use civil war medicine (laughs) we have to amputate
1: (laughs) oh my god
2: that's the worst case of linoleum ankle i've ever seen (laughs) you guys we still need to find howie
1: yeah where do you think he is
2: i mean i don't know i don't know this building
1: I, uh, i don't i don't i mean last i saw howie he was pretty hurt
2: They just said they have an infirmary, do you think? Should we follow them? It's a better lead than nothing. Yeah. Okay. How sneaky can you guys be?
1: Oh, I am Sneak Master 5000 at your service.
0: (laughs) That's what I (laughs) like about you. I think while you guys are talking about sneaking, um, Lillian uh, notices that you guys are in a supply closet and looks and starts rummaging around and... Um, finds a toolbox and pulls out a pretty heavy looking
1: wrench from it oh nice okay jeremy is gonna take he there's a mop obviously and then he's gonna unscrew the head and then wear the uh-huh. the, the <laughs> head like a wig uh, and powerful. then carry the the stick like a, a little staff
2: okay um, excellent for some reason they didn't take my knife so i'm probably just gonna keep my knife
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they didn't either, they didn't take my library card either which is kind of you know that's it's a dangerous card
2: because knowledge is the most powerful thing there is yeah as much as i really love this conversation i think we should probably get a move on right
1: oh right yeah
2: is there a role for being sneaky uh yeah that would be act under pressure okay how do we oh. all need to roll it <laughs> yeah
0: let's go ahead and do that okay. um both of you roll and act under pressure and then we'll probably cut back to howie but i want to know what your results are first, i got a so we can...
1: six
0: yikes buddy
1: yeah it's okay Sneakmaster 5000 at your service
0: <laughs> i got a Shit. eight okay that's okay i like it building the stakes up a little bit um let's flip back over to howie howie what are you up to
3: cut back howie Uh, standing over the unconscious bodies of both scientists, (laughs) eating a hamburger.
2: Oh, man, so proud of him. Was one of them Um, about to have his lunch break and you took his burger?
3: Yeah. The other one was two days from return. Oh, no.
2: And now he's unconscious.
3: (laughs) That sorry loser. Uh (laughs) Yep.
2: Yeah, fuck that old man.
3: Indeed. Fuck him. No, um but really, I think uh, we are cutting back to Howie mid transformation. Okay. Um and he is going to turn into a werewolf.
0: Yes, do it
3: Yeah, he does it. That's just something I Yeah, can... no,
0: I know. <laughs> Describe okay. the transformation to us though. He Ooh, I have an idea. Can this be another cool thing where, like, we're we're looking at the uh, scientists and they're sort of clacking on the computer. The one of them sort of, like, slows his typing a little bit and starts to look a little bit nervous um, and Uh then kind of shakes it off. But then you see him suddenly stop and go wide-eyed and we see the shadow on the wall behind him. And it, like, is your human silhouette, like, (gasps) approaching and then all of a sudden, like, changing.
1: I love that. And he,
0: like, turns around slowly in his wheelie chair, so we're seeing his reaction as your shadow, (laughs) like, just changes and then wrecks his shit.
3: Very good. So he's turning around. Uh, By the time he's fully turned around, Howie is full on werewolf.
0: Love it. Teen wolf, teen wolf, teen wolf.
3: Yeah. Uh, And he's going to break out of the restraints. (laughs) Like that. Oh,
0: just like that. I love it. Just like that. I think the one scientist who turned around to face you absolutely is sort of uh, paralyzed with shock for a moment. The other one is probably going to try to lunge for the communication button.
3: Uh, I am going to use my move preternatural speed nice. to zoom on over there and uh, knock him out of the way. Okay. What do I need to do to do that?
0: Um, Let me see. That's... uh. It's either going to be a kick some ass or an act under pressure. Are you trying to do any damage?
3: No, I'm just trying to get him away from the button.
0: Okay, then act under pressure.
3: All right, and act under pressure. Uh,
0: He's plus cool, and I know how
3: he's cool. cool. Yeah, I'm just trying to find how much, how cool. (laughs) He is too cool.
0: Ooh, that's fitting.
3: Mm -hmm. That is a nine plus two. So 11 again
0: nicely done. Yeah, you do what you set out to do. Sweet. Describe this for me.
3: Alright, so, um, after the the scientist gets over the mm-hmm. shock, he's gonna lunge for the button. And Howie kind of sees it in, like, bullet time. Because uh-huh. of, like, you know,
0: Absolutely. Wolf,
3: wolf instincts and powers. Yes. And, um, in, like, the first person view, like, they do in, like, the old cheesy, like, mm-hmm. 2000s werewolf movies where everything's all kind of bluish and has the weird, like, uh, kind of floaty effect on it. Uh-huh. He just kind of zooms over there and he's suddenly in front of the scientist and knocks him over towards the table where he just was.
0: Ooh, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love it.
3: Yeah. Perfect. So I'm not trying to hurt him, just relocate him.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that you you do this and the scientist who uh, was sort of shell-shocked um, then grabs the gun that was still laying on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they just, I don't think they're going to wait. he's going to shoot yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to go ahead and fire it.
3: Okay. Um,
0: so that's going to be, it's just a handgun, uh, that'll be one harm, but you have one armor, right?
3: I do now have one armor.
0: Yeah. So
3: Uh, so they don't know that silver bullets don't, uh, uh, are the only things that can affect me and they didn't put... Silver bullets in the game. Yeah, they're absolutely they, not
0: silver. They didn't yeah. know you were a werewolf. They knew there yeah. was something up, but that was kind of your saving grace there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so just regular bullets. So it does it glance off? Does it, like, bury itself in and you just pluck it out? Like, what does this look like? I don't
3: think it glances off. I think it just hits, like, a big, like, boom, right in the chest. Uh huh. Um, but the bullet crumples and then just falls to the floor.
0: That's so badass.
3: Yeah. And then I am going to uh, try and knock him out. Okay. So this one I think would be... This would be kicks a kick some ass, ass, right? Yeah. I have a move also called unholy strength. Where <laughs>
0: okay. Where
3: I, I roll plus weird <laughs> instead of plus tough. Right on. Yeah. Because Howie is zero tough, but three weird.
0: Howie's zero tough?
3: Uh-huh. Just oh a, my small gosh. a small boy. He's still he oh, I always in,
0: forget that like uh-huh. in his human form he's like kind of a like. Yeah, a he's scrawny pretty dude. scrawny. <laughs>
3: uh-huh. I love him. So that's how I that's how I picture it in my head. Human form is scrawny, so he's zero tough. Um, I love him. He only can like do cool shit when he's I a love our wolf.
0: scrappy little guy.
3: Me too. Um that is a I believe that's a nine.
0: You believe it's a nine?
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I forget exactly what I rolled. I rolled a five, then a one. <laughs> I rolled a five, then a one, then it was plus three.
0: Okay, so yes, that would be nine.
3: Yes. <laughs> it's a nine, Alex. Okay. Don't math shame me. <laughs> I'm
0: not going to math shame you. Okay, so that means that you and your opponent both inflict harm on each other. So mm-hmm. you uh, you lunge for him, is that right? Or? Well,
3: I thought he was like shooting me kind of point blank.
0: He was pretty close to you. I think it was probably a, a couple a couple yards away, maybe. Okay, um, that's fine. You, like, kind of knocked the other guy back across the table. This guy, I think, um, maybe pushed his wheelie chair back a little bit, grabbed the gun, and shot at you. So Yeah,
3: but I do knock him out?
0: Yes. So how, how do you do that? You, like, hit him across the head or
3: what? I was just thinking he would make, like, a cool werewolf fist and just kind of bonk him on the top of the head. <laughs> very very comical.
0: Yes, I like that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, he doesn't have anything that would do enough damage to, to pierce your armor. So Cool. There you go.
3: Cool. Um, is the other guy still awake?
0: Yeah. Because I, I knocked he's, him
3: over toward the table.
0: You knocked him over toward the table. I think he is probably his his chair toppled over. He's on the floor uh-huh. kind of um, trying to claw his way back over to where that comms button is.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go over to him and uh, kind of pin him on the ground Uh-huh. and say, um, where are my friends? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's his werewolf voice. Or was it more growly? I forget last time.
0: I don't know. This is perfect, though. I love it.
3: Okay. I would assume that's like investigate a mystery or manipulate someone?
0: That would be manipulate someone, yeah.
3: Well, it's a good thing I have another move. (laughs) Uh, I have four moves now, so I'm going to do that. Roll weird instead of charm when I manipulate. Cool. Ooh, okay. That is a six plus three. Nope. Yeah, six plus three. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that's a mixed success, which means they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. If you asked too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, it would take for them to do it. So I think you lean over and you do your sort of where are my friends deal. Uh And this guy um, keeps his backbone for maybe slightly longer than you would like. Yeah. And says, I'm not telling you anything, the the, the, the the there are alarms going off in that hallway. They'll be here any minute.
3: I'm gonna snap my my uh, jaws next to his ear. Ooh, all right, okay. And say, "Tell me."
2: Break <laughs> me off a piece of that snap in action, please. Um,
3: I'd... <laughs> I don't know.
2: Powerful, yeah, good, love it. <laughs> nice foley.
3: Thank you. Um...
0: <laughs> Great. Then he immediately sort of uh, cringes away and, and, and shudders and says, all right, all right, all right. Uh, one, one of the holding cells in the B hallway uh, should be just, just about five minutes from here. Uh, you, can, you can find it. Just follow the alarms. I'm sure they're the ones that set it off.
3: Thank, thank you.
0: <laughs> You're welcome?
3: I'm going to bonk him on the head and knock him out again.
0: Okay, great. Well...
3: <laughs> do I just do it? Uh, yeah, to think. Or do I need he to roll? He was two
2: days from retirement.
3: I'm rolling anyway. Five, <laughs> four, nine. That's a twelve.
2: <laughs> You're fine. Yes, you knock
0: no. him
3: out.
2: <laughs> I'm losing my mind.
0: You knock him out. You loot his yeah. pockets.
3: I don't <laughs> want to loot his. <laughs> just <laughs>
0: like three and a half <laughs>
2: dollars.
3: Okay, do I find like a key to the door or something? Sure, why not? Sure.
2: <laughs> For a twelve? Yeah, I don't care. No rules, cool. just right. I love Alex. Just sure, why not? <laughs> this is summer frights. So I don't care. You guys are going to win.
0: <laughs> Sorry if that's pulling back the curtain a little bit. Yeah,
3: like... it definitely is.
2: Does, is it really, though? Yes. So, meanwhile, though, we're on our way to the infirmary. Yes. So, we're
0: going to. I don't know that. That's okay. Let's flip back over to you guys. Yeah. So, you got some uh, mixed successes at best, da-da. right? Jeremy got a da-da. total failure. Yeah, I got failure. a failure. Ta ta da, ta da. Oh, very good. Yeah. Are you like doing the whole tiptoe? Um,
1: so, yeah, like I feel like she's doing really well, like sneaking around. And then Jeremy mm-hmm. is like twirling the broomstick or mopstick. <laughs> and you and, just like uh, whack it. <laughs> yeah, accidentally like Jeremy. drops it and it hits like some metal pans and stuff or whatever.
2: That are just on the ground.
1: <laughs> well, they're on like a counter. Wait, I wait, imagine wait. There's like, can I, like
0: Can I roll some, some more meddling kid flavor into this, please?
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: This is, like, we've played Summer Frights, like, this is the fourth time, and this is the only time we've used, like, this many moves, so I'm just really excited. <laughs> um, the vision that I get as soon as you said, like, twirling the broomstick around is that you all are, like, walking through the hallway or whatever, and you're, like, kind of sneaking Um, and then I think Jeremy, like, gets distracted by something and kind of whirls around. And as you do, like, the broomstick just whacks right into the face of, like, an agent who was passing by. (laughs) 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 And then that agent kind of just, like, crumbles to the ground for a second.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's
1: perfect.
0: Does that work for you guys? Still very conscious. Like, you're going to have to deal
1: with this. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so yeah, you're sort of walking through the hallway. Um, I think Betsy notices the badge that the other person dropped. Yes, and then I'm gonna pick it up. Okay, and then um, I think Jeremy, you're probably ahead of the rest of the group, and, and Lillian goes, "Jeremy, wait, Betsy found something."
1: And then uh, uh, I found something kind of- too.
0: <laughs> oh God, what are you? Hey, you were those kids. <gasps>
1: Uh, Run! Scatter! I'm, hit it! Hit, I'm gonna hit him. I'm gonna hit him. <laughs>
0: okay, uh, that's gonna be a kick. That's gonna be a kick some ass roll.
1: Yeah, I have I have wallops. So when you use an improvised weapon to attack nice. something, you may oh choose God. one of these. Uh, Tim,
3: you clever bastard. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry I called you a bastard.
1: Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I appreciate. It's fine. It's it's okay. Yeah, I didn't um,
3: mean it. I love you.
1: I love you too.
2: Do you
3: you forgive me?
1: Yes, I've always forgiven you. Yeah. Thank Um, you. So I want to momentarily stun them with a blow to the head.
0: Okay, great. Um, Do you still have to successfully roll for it?
1: Oh shit! Yeah, I do. (laughs) Oh damn it! Um, What'd you get? Well, hold on. What's my tough? Minus one. Okay, it's. I got an eight. It's fine
0: that's fine that's a mixed success so you and the other person inflict harm on each other so i think that this person um kind of like falls to their knees when you whack them in the face like this maybe they're like got a little bit of a nosebleed going on and goes oh it's you you're those kids and then um probably just balls up his fist and reaches out and like punches you in the stomach
3: may may i make a suggestion and sure that's okay uh can it maybe be the kind of like slapstick 50s humor that was so popular um jeremy (laughs) whacks him on the head with the broom handle um doesn't expect the uh rebound and kind of hits himself
1: (laughs) yes also yes yes
3: (laughs) Yes, oh
0: my god yes that's awesome i love it (laughs) Yep, that's fine that'll be what you got so you
2: your effect is that you momentarily stun him
1: yeah Um, now is it so you do that
2: that Howie is hearing all this commotion, given our proximity to the infirmary. Do you have a move called wolf hearing? Let me see. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out how to get us back in the same location.
3: Well, could I do like a a roll, like a read a situation or <coughs> investigate a mystery or something? Um,
0: yeah, we can do something. Let me see. I feel like...
3: I mean like if it's feasible that I'm close. Sure.
0: Enough. I mean, I think um why don't you do a weird roll actually? We'll treat this as like your enhanced senses. Um just straight up and
2: down, typical failure, mixed success, success rolls and see how it goes. Not to push that, I was just trying to figure out a way for us to find each other. No, I like it.
3: 7 plus 3, that's a 10. That's a 10? Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah, then I will say that you definitely like
0: you hear this ruckus. Um I don't think that you uh necessarily like s- are close enough to see them but i think right. you hear voices that don't sound like the ruh, 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 voices um of the other people here and you of
3: all of the john hams
0: every single john ham in this building <laughs> yeah and you, uh, you you can pick out your friend's voices so you at least cool. orient yourself in the right direction i think maybe all you right, like I'm- ran out of the infirmary and you started to go mm-hmm. one way down the hallway and then you heard their voices and now you like he'll turn Ooh, and I you know that. to go the other way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to head that way.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: So, I just hit this guy in the head, mm-hmm. hit myself in the head. Um I was just, ow, shit." As I'm like rubbing my head. Jeremy, it's okay. It's okay. There's just uh, uh we should go. What
2: are we what are we going to do with this guy?
1: Uh, I hit him again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Oh, fine,
0: that's fine. He just okay. the floor. I don't care. That's another John Ham gone. We've got a million more. Of yeah, them. these John I
3: Hams a dime a dozen.
0: <laughs> you know what they say about John Hams? <laughs> it's like that scene in the Matrix where there's like a bunch of huge yanks. If you've seen one John Ham, you've seen them all.
1: Um, can I, uh, uh can I take? A, can I steal his clothes? Can you steal his clothes? yeah jeremy thinks he's being like all stealthy still
0: yeah great act under pressure
1: oh damn it uh that's a seven
0: Okay, so uh, worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay? I will say you can steal half of his outfit.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. I mean The top half, obviously. <laughs> and it's, like, a little long,
0: so you can just, like, <laughs> you've got these slightly too long sleeves that are kind of dangling, and, like, the jacket does come down, like, uh just past your That's torso. So. Tim can have the top part.
1: He had sunglasses too, right?
0: Oh, absolutely. But in all, oh, okay, the, good. in all the fan art of Jeremy that I've seen, you're just wearing a t-shirt anyway. So I kind of <laughs> love
3: it.
1: I don't think he even realizes that he needs to put on the pants. It's okay. <laughs> Does Jeremy not
3: wear pants?
1: No, he doesn't apparently... Like, oh my is this god. like why
2: Betsy is so into him because he's such a bold fashion? Like, <laughs> oh my god, man! <laughs> is it considered a bold
0: oh fashion choice to just not wear pants? <laughs> I mean, I guess yes, but it's the fifties. He's so he's so counterculture. <gasps> he's really daring. I love it. Okay, so you steal half of this particular John Hams outfit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it fits terribly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. Back to the pants thing. <laughs> yeah.
3: So does Jeremy think that other people's pants are their bodies?
1: That's a good question. Um I don't know if that's fully clear to him. I have or not. a
0: better question. You yes. guys have seen the same like pictures of Jeremy that I have seen. Did you guys just not notice this? And if so, like is the Jeremy no. phenomenon real? Did you guys just, did this just not register with you when you looked at this alien yes. boy wearing only a t-shirt and baseball
3: cap? Honestly, I guess it didn't. <laughs> I remember the t-shirt and the baseball cap. I don't
1: remember the I no didn't pants. notice. No. I, I remember the no pants, but like, it seemed fine. <laughs> this
0: is like that thing where when uh, Christopher Reeve was filming Superman and was wearing the glasses, nobody recognized him. <laughs> <you. laughs> this is like this is that phenomenon i love it
1: yeah it just seemed normal
2: art imitates
0: life and vice versa
1: yeah yeah
2: yes please
0: okay so you've you've done an outfit swap
1: oh no i've still got my shirt i don't want to give him no i'd like that shirt
0: okay so your shirt is underneath yes thank you jacket very powerful okay i'm not really sure why we spent any of our time on this but are we ready to go now
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, let's go. Which way to the infirmary? Um.
1: Look, that sign says this way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure, okay. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> no rules, just rights. Oh, it's man. summer frights. Great,
0: perfect. Um, let's do another act under pressure to see how your next leg of your hallway journey goes. Oh, God. For all of us? Yeah. Me too? Um, sure, why not?
1: I got a seven.
2: <gasps> I got a 12. Nice.
3: Okay. I'm figuring out which stat act under pressure is. Cool. It's cool. cool. Thank you.
0: I'm sorry. You literally said cool when I asked, like, when That's I told it. you to act under pressure, and I thought you were.
3: Okay. Well, I got a 12.
0: Damn. Okay.
3: Yeah. So... we rolls really, really well.
0: So both of you can either choose to do what you wanted and something
2: extra, or to do what you wanted to absolute perfection.
3: I want to perfectly find and join my friends.
2: I want to perfectly find and join my friend. Okay.
3: I want
1: to (laughs) join my friend...
2: You don't.
0: You get a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price ah, to pay. Damn, because that rolled. And neither of your two friends who rolled a plus 12 decided to use their extra effect to help
3: you. Oh, Jeremy gets lost.
2: Shit. Wait. <laughs> I want to help Jeremy. It's too late for that. You were too
0: busy finding your other friend to perfection.
1: Jerry, Jeremy got distracted by like some type of scientific experiment that's happening. Oh no, I know what this is. What? What is it? Do it. Oh yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: (gasps) Um so you are like running down the hallway. Um, Howie, you are like honing in on their uh, on their voices, and you are you're dashing towards them. Do you run like a sorry, do you run like a boy or do you run like a wolf?
3: Right now I'm running like a wolf.
0: That's awesome. Nice. Um so you're you're sprinting wolfy down the hallway. Um, Betsy, you are, like, on it. You are tracking to perfection. Um, you're leading your friends down every twist and turn you can find. Um, and Jeremy and Lillian are following behind you with Jeremy trailing behind. And when all of a sudden, he sort of, like, skids to a stop and, and looks in a, a little window. And there's what appears to be, like, a testing facility room next to you with a couple different cages in it and various critters in some of them. Um... And the door is propped open. Uh. And Jeremy is the only one that notices this, and I think it probably distracts him.
1: Yeah, he's going in.
0: Okay, great. I don't know how much time we want to spend in here, but do you want to tell me which critter you pick?
1: Well, <laughs> it's going to be a talking dog, but his the first letter of each word starts with an R. <laughs> Why are you
0: like this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. No, I have no clue. I didn't think about this critter. Well, okay. In the uh, in the artwork um, that Jess did, uh, mm-hmm. Jeremy was like playing with a, a little worm.
0: Yeah, a little caterpillar.
1: Yeah, so maybe it's a little caterpillar.
0: You want a little worm? You yeah. want a little friend?
1: Yeah, a little, a little worm friend.
0: Okay. I feel like... Okay, let's... What's weird about the little worm friend? Maybe it's a little
1: bit too too not little.
2: So it's like, a, like it's a pretty big worm friend?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Please clarify that you mean a caterpillar. Yeah, a caterpillar.
1: Oh, yeah, it's a caterpillar. Thank you. It's not a worm. It's a caterpillar.
2: Big worms I can't and I won't. You mean snakes? No, Alex, I don't mean snakes. It's basically
1: a caterpillar.
2: It's a Caterpillar. See, it's like,
0: like a puppy-sized yes. Caterpillar. And it's
1: got huge, adorable eyes, okay. and it only knows string shot and tackle.
0: Okay. And you can see it's a little pincer. So it goes like...
1: <laughs> I love it. Um... Oh. I'm gonna get you out of there, bud.
0: <laughs> you like, we get a shot of you looking at it, and like we see your like huge orb-like eyes sort of glistening, and then like we we see it and it has the same like big orb-like eyes, and there's like this moment that's, of recognition.
1: That's very Love cute. It. I'm gonna it's... gonna name mm-hmm. you. Uh. Okay, I'll come up with a name later, but we gotta get you out of here. Super <laughs> landing on that name. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to open up these cages.
2: Okay,
0: great. Um, act under pressure, I guess.
1: Okay, that's a three.
0: Oh no!
1: I just kind of jiggle the the bars. You a try to bit. like tug
0: on the door, and instead, just like all these cages come toppling to the ground. <laughs> It's fine. We, we need to get through this. The doors on all of the cages bust open, and all of these weird animals just sort of flooding the rooms. And then we see you, like, pop up from the, the group of weird animals holding this worm
1: Yes. Friend. Thank you.
0: I think back out in the hallway, um, Betsy and Lillian are meeting up with Howie.
3: At this point, I think Howie is back to human form. He's going to he's gonna mm. see them, and as he's running, uh, transform back into a, a boy. I love that. Yeah. shit. Howie! Hey! Where's... You're okay. Oh, God. I'm so glad to see you. We're glad to see you, too. Uh, I he's going to go and give a big hug to to um, yes. Betsy. And then he's going to go and hug Lillian and kind of pause for a bit and like, is this okay? And then he, he goes oh. for a hug.
0: Okay. Yeah. She hugs you and then pulls back and she's like, um,
3: wait, where where's your shirt? Oh, um, yeah. It's, I don't know. Um,
2: We'll get you a new one when we get home.
3: Okay.
1: Where's Jeremy? Um. I think, I think you guys see like a rush of animals, like all of these different things, just like spewing out of this room. There's Jeremy. <laughs> um, Jeremy. And then, like behind all of them, uh, Jeremy just like comes out holding his little friend.
3: Aww. I love it. Aww. With, like,
1: very long sleeves, like, from the, the <laughs> oh. suit jacket. Oh, right, because you're
0: still wearing the suit jacket. Are you yeah. wearing the sunglasses, too?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, great. Okay, so everybody's back in the same place. Let's get out of here. Where? Where are we going? Um, shoot. Has anybody seen an exit?
3: I saw an exit back that way, and I point to where I just came from. I'm just, you know, spiltballing.
0: Then let's go. Guys, once once we get out of here, we're in the middle of Alaska,
3: I think. And I don't have a shirt.
1: Oh, here, you can have, I got a jacket for you here.
3: Aww. Thanks, Howie.
1: Oh, wait, my name's not Howie. That's <laughs> your name. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Thanks, wait sir. a minute. That's
2: who you That's are. You are.
1: <laughs>
3: That's who this character voice is becoming. <laughs> A little bit,
2: yeah. So, um, how are we gonna get out of here, even if we get out the exit?
1: Jeremy, you've got your library card, right? Uh, <laughs> y- yes I do. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know how well that works on big doors. I've seen you work wonders with that card, we can try it. I just meant, Lillian's right, we're gonna be in the middle of nowhere. Oh, that's okay, I got I got my g- chemistry set that I I brought, and it has... <sighs> Some lighters. It's got Bunsen burners. We're all set.
0: For what? I think they all just look at you.
1: Oh. <laughs> Jeremy does actually have a chemistry set. He's pulling it out I of his back. I know His, this. Back, his like, uh, shirt pocket, I guess. Yeah. Does he have a backpack? Oh, that's perfect. He has a backpack.
0: For his applesauce.
1: Uh- <laughs> So he just like sets down uh, the little caterpillar, the big caterpillar, and then um, like just pats it on the head a little bit and then um, takes hey. off his backpack and like unzips it and like pulls out a couple bunts and burners.
2: Yeah. Hey, Howie.
3: Yeah? You know cars, right? I, I, not personally. Um, I, <laughs> I work on them.
2: Do you know how to hot wear one? <laughs>
3: If there are cars outside, then yeah, I can.
2: I mean, these guys have to get here somehow, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's let's do that.
2: Let's get to the exit.
3: Let's find a car. Okay, great.
2: How he
0: uses his garage senses <laughs> that every greaser has. Okay, it just
3: makes sense that there's a garage here.
0: <laughs> no, it super does. I mean, you guys were brought here in a car. Car is a very good
1: impulse. <laughs>
0: Like, that's not the problem here. And we're going to steal a car.
1: No, let's get a snowmobile. It
0: is summer. I don't think you need snowmobiles.
1: Ah, damn it.
0: I mean... Yeah, no, you'll be fine. Car is fine. Again, a car got you here. The car is fine. But it's not
1: as cool.
0: I gave you an alien worm and let you free a whole bunch of weird animals. I let you knock out John Ham and steal half of his suit.
1: It's not enough. You will,
0: you will learn
2: to deal with the
0: car. Okay, so. I want
1: more. So,
2: GM, did we find a car? Uh, sure, yeah. You
0: manage to just sort of recklessly barrel your way down several of these hallways, <laughs> and you uh, finally find some signage or something depicting you toward a uh, garage of sorts. And then you come out into what looks less like a garage and more like a, like a hangar sort of situation, but there aren't planes in it. There's just like maybe a, a fleet of these identical-looking black
2: cars. <laughs> All right. Let's just pick one and get out of here.
3: Howie goes and picks the just like the closest car. Okay.
2: Hot wire that bad boy.
3: Do I need to roll? Uh
0: yeah, cuz first you're going to have to like unlock it or, or or break your way in or something, which is definitely going to be an act under pressure roll. Well, J-
3: Jeremy can do that. Jeremy is good at breaking
1: <laughs> in. I I um I don't know how good library cards are at like cars.
0: No matter who does it, it's going to be an act under pressure.
1: Fine, I'll do it.
3: That is a fourteen. Oh damn! Holy shit! I am not kidding. I rolled two
1: sixes. You just like okay. rip the doors off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: you so you how do you break into this car?
3: I rip the door off. You <laughs> no no I don't. Goddamn, I door don't. Off um, the car. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn into a werewolf again and use my long claw and pick the lock. Nice. Okay,
0: that's pretty cool and I like it a lot.
3: Uh-huh.
0: I think you you do it. Picking the lock is easy. Your friends are all standing there watching you and then because we've kind of had this motif play out a few times um, you hear the click of a gun behind your head and you see a shadow show up on the car behind you and you hear a voice say, well, well, well.
3: Well, 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 indeed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Voice gets me. Uh, you turn around, and there are, of course, several John Hams. But in the middle of them is one individual <laughs> who is not a John Ham.
3: He is a taller John Ham. He's
0: it? a taller, heavier John Ham. <laughs> no, um, I don't know who the right choice for this character is. Like, I almost want to say like a Sam Elliott, but I don't know that mm. that's like the right energy.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, you could just go like Tommy Lee Jones. He was already in. He
0: was already one of these guys. May I posit Hugo Weaving? Ooh.
3: I was going to say Jeffrey Dean Morgan.
0: Let me think about that actor whose face and career <laughs> I know so well.
1: <laughs> Tom Hiddleston.
0: Oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is perfect, actually. Okay. That's really good. Anyway, so you you see this, this one fellow. There are all these John Hams uh, in their black suits. And one Jeffrey Dean Morgan in a white suit... <gasps> Ooh. He has uh, just a mustache, no beard. His hair is very neatly parted over to the side and says, so this is the sort of company you've decided to keep, Lillian. And Lillian says, dad?
1: Oh, oh God. Oh, no. I just made a terrible KFC joke, and that got <laughs> ruined by being Lillian's dad.
3: I didn't even get it was a KFC joke, but now I love it's it. It's Okay. <laughs> Lillian, your dad works for these uh putzes.
0: Oh, on the contrary. These putzes ah, These putzes work, work for, for you me. all
3: right. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, now that's just rude, young man.
3: <laughs>
0: Listen, we just want to go home. Well, I'm, uh, I'm afraid I can't let that happen. Dad, I don't know what 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 is going on here? Sorry, Lillian, I'm going to have to kill your dad.
2: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that in the game. That was just me.
3: Lillian, did you know that your dad was such a square? I I I
0: I, I, I had no idea about any of this. I'm honest.
1: Can uh, Jeremy's little friend just like throw up a little bit of like acid puke onto <laughs> like onto this very very pristine white suit? <laughs>
2: Sure. Why not? Okay. And inches over. <laughs> can I do a little? Can I do another jinx? Uh, yeah. Go ahead and roll for it. I want to jinx these men. Okay.
3: I want a jinx, girl, who puts on jinx, <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> whose
1: name is <laughs> Betsy.
2: So that's a nine. Okay, so that's a mixed success. Yeah, that means I get to do one thing. Okay. What one thing do you want to do? So I'm going to interfere with what they're trying to do. Okay. Which is to say stop us from leaving. <laughs> I think that's uh, that, that's maybe a slightly overpowered way to spin that.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, let me rephrase it. Interfere with them, like, surrounding us? Okay, sure. Um,
0: yeah, let me think of a way you can do this here. So I think I'll give you that. Um, you just have to wait for a second for it to become relevant, okay? Totally. So I think maybe what we have here is, you know... Howie's saying, oh, Lillian didn't believe me, like, oh my god, no, like, I swear I didn't know anything about this, I I have no idea what's going on, like, you guys, you have to believe me. And then, uh, the colonel <laughs> uh, raises his gun just a little bit higher and says, now, Lillian, I'm gonna have to ask you to step away from the freaks over here. Come on, be a good
1: girl. Hey, she can be a freak, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can be a freak, too. <laughs> Lillian looks back and forth between you guys and her dad and then steps back, pressing her back against the car and standing closer to the group of you. Hell yeah. I think that at this, uh, the colonel sort of shrugs a little bit and says, well, that's unfortunate, and uh, points his gun at one of you, I don't know. We'll probably say Howie, that makes the most sense, and uh, pulls the trigger. But at this point, I think, Betsy, maybe you, like, clench your fists and, and squeeze your eyes shut and mutter some Latin or something, and uh, the gun jams. Oh,
2: can I make it eat something sillier? Yes, absolutely. A little sign pops out of the gun that says,
1: bang, come on. <laughs> 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 and it just, like, touches Howie's forehead. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs>
0: go, go, go. Okay, um, yeah, well, you have this moment then. Are you yes. going to fight? Are you going to run? I'm trying to run. Car is unlocked. If you want to try to like climb in, yes. just roll a quick act under pressure for me. Yes, let me roll that. That's an
2: eleven. Okay, great. You do it. Nice. I'm in the car. Okay, great.
1: Um, Jeremy's gonna like quickly light up the Bunsen burners and throw them at. Uh, the- what? At the colonel. <laughs> I pulled out Bunsen is- burners from my back. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's very cool. Do you know what
0: a Bunsen burner? Is? Yeah, I know it
1: has to be hooked up to gas and everything. So maybe I just throw them at the <laughs> at the gas. And they're just heavy.
0: Okay, um, if you're gonna throw a Bunsen burner at them, are you trying to like distract them or like hurt them?
1: Uh, more distract.
0: Act under pressure. Okay. That's a four. Oh. Okay, um, oh. you throw one. They're pretty heavy and you have pretty noodly arms, so it
1: does not go also, very far. Also, I'm holding a giant caterpillar.
0: Yep, that's also <laughs> true. Um, so you go to throw one and it just kind of weakly clinks it of uh, the feet of one of the John hams. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we both look at it and then look at each other. You
0: both look at it for a second um, and then. I mean, I feel like they all have guns, but that just doesn't seem very cool. Okay, so this one kind of clinks at his feet. You both look at it for a second. Um, (laughs) He pulls out a, like, a taser-looking sort of implement and uh, reaches out to zap you with it. Uh, Take one
2: harm, and you're sort of temporarily stunned. Okay. I lay on the car horn as if to be like, hey, (laughs) Um, I
3: am going to, if it's okay, can I do like kind of two things or not really i want to like i want to push jeffrey dean morgan away and also Uh pick up jeremy and put him in the car
0: okay um that's gonna be an act under pressure and we'll see how well that goes
3: okay oof oof that's a four
0: that's a four i just rolled
3: two ones
0: okay yikes um, you go to push Jeffrey Dean Morgan away, and he immediately reacts by, um, I think, kneeing you as hard as he can in the stomach.
3: And it just so happens to be in a place that's still pretty fresh from the Kashtaka fight.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think okay. you've still got, like, a big gash there. Mm-hmm. So um, your armor is ignored, and yeah. you take one harm.
3: Okay.
0: Um, as well as being pretty winded, I think it's like a mm-hmm. very much a solar plexus situation here. Right. Um, Lillian screams and lunges forward and tries to to grab your arm and pull you back, or at least put herself in between you and her her father. Um, says, "Howie, Howie, are you okay?"
3: Uh, I just can't talk. So I just come can't. on, get me.
0: <clears throat> you got to get out of here. Go.
3: But. Uh, Jeremy.
0: Uh, she looks over, and Jeremy is probably got those swirly ideals going on.
3: <laughs>
1: <Aww>. Yeah. <laughs> um, can can my little companion do anything here? Sure. Why not? So like, he he has that little like acid spit stuff. I guess.
0: Yeah, uh, I guess we we decided that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> can he do something with that? I don't know if I can like control this guy, but
0: um, I think easiest way to make this happen there are like companion sheets and everything i'm not going to roll one up right now i will say your companion can basically act as an automatic help out on anything you do so if you can justify oh, okay. a way for him to assist with a role that you're doing uh we'll we'll let that happen
1: so i think uh jeremy's gonna kind of shake his head as he uh-huh. like sure comes to again and then um uh he's gonna run towards the uh, run towards um Jillian. Is it Jillian? Lillian. 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 <laughs> Sorry. My brain just like went dead. Gillian. Uh, Jillian. <laughs> uh, so he's going to run towards, um, Lillian and like try to grab her hand and take her to the van. But, uh, the little companion guy is going to help out by like spewing some, an acid trail.
0: Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll <laughs> and act under pressure for, for all of this and we'll give it up an automatic plus oh, one because of your it's
1: friend already a 12. It doesn't. Oh, even hell yeah. To... Yeah.
0: Okay, great. You do that. So what are you trying? You're trying to get Lillian into the car.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying okay. to get both of us into the car.
0: Okay. Um, you do it. You push her in and she's kind of, uh, not expecting you, this. I don't <laughs> push
1: her in. That's a little violent.
0: Well, you're trying to like hurriedly <laughs> mm-hmm. grab somebody in and, and get them into a car. Like what, how would you describe it? <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, I figured they were, like, she was far enough away from the van that, like, mm-hmm. I would grab her hand and she would turn and run with me.
2: Is Lillian coming with us?
1: I'm I mean, pretty she sure she now. made that
3: pretty clear, like, when she backed into our group.
0: I'm making sure she is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's also a matter of, like, I don't think okay. she's just going to turn and come with you while her dad is standing right there with, like, how he doubled over so if you want to get her into the car, like I will say, yeah, you can get her in the car, no, but it's no, it's no, going no. So, to be more of like a coercion situation.
1: No, so my intent was to like swing her around, but if she's resisting, then like that would stop me too. Okay, what are what are you doing? We gotta go.
0: We, we can't leave without Howie. Shit.
1: <laughs> um, am I
3: still doubled over?
0: Uh, you can you can be recovering at okay. this point.
3: At this point, um, I'm going to. I think I hear Lillian say that. And notice Mm -hmm. that they're behind me and closer Uh to the car. So I am going to um, use my, again, preternatural speed, I think, Mm -hmm. and uh, kind of grab them and run.
0: Okay. Uh, Act under pressure.
3: Okay. That's cool again, which is a nine. But my preternatural speed, when I chase, flee, or run, take plus one ongoing.
0: Hey, nice. Okay, so, that's, so a that's a ten plus, which means you you do what you set out to do. Hell so yeah. So what is the status here at the end of your heroic action?
3: Uh, the what now?
0: You you are doing something bold and awesome. What do you, what do you do? Just tell me like what you have successfully completely accomplished.
3: Cool. So I think I'm doubled over in pain, mm-hmm. right, from getting winded. Uh, they're arguing about where to go. Uh, I almost said Mariah. <laughs> Betsy is honking the horn like, "Let's go!" Uh-huh. Um, so Jeremy, uh, pff, uh, Howie is going to a to dozen John use Hams his...
0: are fumbling for their guns. Uh
3: huh. Howie is going to use his his hunched over kind of stance to like make a make a uh, jump a leap toward lillian and jeremy okay, grab great. them both by the hand and and go to the car okay great and hop in.
2: perfect done
3: cool who's driving
2: is betsy driving yeah then great what are you what cool. are you doing bets i am Ugh, shoot i was gonna have hallway hotwire the car but we didn't get to do that so
3: oh shit <laughs> oh shit <Yeah. laughs>
2: so um can i just have a stroke of luck that they left the keys in the car uh,
0: Betsy, or sorry, Lillian, I think, reaches over, like, slams the door shut, um, and, like, smashes the lock button as many times as she can.
3: Check the visor. Check the visor for the keys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do. Okay, you have, your jinx lets you, like, happen upon lucky things,
2: yes? It does, actually, yeah. Uh, you wanna roll that for me real quick? I will. Yes! It's a ten. Okay. Okay, sweet. <laughs> Great, love it, awesome, perfect. So it's you a ten, I jinx. I made keys happen. Okay, you make keys happen. I crank that car up. <clears throat> I don't know how to make a car sound. You hear Jeffrey Dean Morgan from out there turn around
0: to the John Hales and be like, all right, now which one of you left your keys in the car?
2: <laughs> and then I slam on that gas pedal. Okay, excellent. And you tear out of there. Peel out of there. Perfect.
1: See you later, fuckers. Jeremy, <laughs> me language. The windows are shut. They can't. They can't hear me at all. The windows are shut.
3: <laughs> as uh, if I may. As we're, uh. we're pulling away, uh, I think Lillian and Howie are in the back seat. And as Howie uh, transforms back into his human form, uh-huh. you can see that they're they're still holding hand. Oh, me too. I love Aww.
2: that tweet.
0: This tweet. Oh, I like it. Okay, great. Yeah, and. Thus
2: ends another Summer Frights.
3: We did that.
2: We done did. It. You did it. Got through it. Love it. Summer Frights is that girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: man. I don't know Love what it. that means, but
3: I've seen it everywhere.
0: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. She's that girl. Who
3: is that girl?
0: Summer Frights.
3: <laughs> oh, okay.